Well, let's go to um, Dee Madigan, Executive Creative Director of Campaign Edge. Good morning to you, Dee. Good morning. Hey, I, I love this story. I find it really interesting because uh, I think it was Twiggy Forrest that fired the first shot and picked up RM Williams and he got a Cobra just recently as well. Now we see Gina Reinhart with uh, with Rossi Boots and uh, with Dryzerbone a little earlier this month. Um, do, you, do you think there's, well, there's still a lot of national pride and love tied up in these iconic brands? Oh, so absolutely, absolutely is. And, and um, look, I'm always a little cynical when... when <laughs> people do things like this and for a whole lot of good reasons because it is massively good PR for them. Having said that, it can be really good PR for them but also be a good thing and they can be doing it for the right, for some altruistic reasons as well. Like both those things can be true. So, you know, I'm broadly supportive. The fact, I'm supportive of it. The fact that they all held press conferences when they did it suggested <laughs> they, they would like some public love for it. But, but again, you know what? Uh, like your previous caller, I'm okay. It keeps those companies Australian, and that is a good thing. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we've lost a few over the uh, over the journey. I suppose if you're going to reach into your pocket, you may as well, you know, squeeze the lemon on the PR side as well. But uh, I mean, on the uh, the motivation, as you said, there's there's probably a few reasons for it. But how strong is that brand alignment? I think does it does it help these people seem I don't know, more approachable, more Australian, a little bit more maybe loved when they work in areas that can be uh, a little divisive? Oh, look, 100%. It's called brand transference. And what it means, it's um, usually like brands will use sports people because they hope some of the sports people's good, you know, being good at sport and whatever rubs off on the brand. In a sense, these, Gina and Twiggy, are doing the, the opposite. They're hoping the brands rub off on them a little bit and give them, you know, some some good PR. And and that's certainly going to be the case. Like it's always, I think Dick Smith to me is always the funniest one because he's always buy Australian, buy Australian. And Dick Smith Electronics literally, you know, put Australian companies out of business because he started importing stuff from China. So I'm always, as, you said, as I said, a little bit cynical sometimes about some of their previous actions but I'm still happy it has happened. Yeah, I find these brands fascinating because they have such a, a long history and, you know, that builds over time, but they also need to, to be current as well. And I feel like RM has done that really well, particularly uh, over the last year or so since it has been uh, picked up. Um, how big is that challenge to, to, to walk the line of retaining your history but also evolve over time as well? It's really, really difficult. I think, yeah, as you said, RM Williams have done, not just in the last year, but also I reckon in the last 10 years. It's yeah. funny, you look on, if you watch Question Time, half the politicians are wearing RM Williams, and I'm pretty sure barely any of them have, you know, gone <laughs> from the regional areas. My boy, for his 17th birthday, I bought him a pair of RM Williams because I know that they're going to last, you know, 10, 15 years. So, but... There's a simplicity about them that's kind of easy. Dryzer bones, it's trickier because yeah. I don't think you could be walking around like a real dryzer bone. They're big and they're oily and they smell kind of weird and they're supposed to. So I don't know how you'd sort of, you know, beyond regional use where you'd sort of pull that one off a little bit. Vegemite, again, is easy. So it depends on what it is. But sometimes you see with the, like the RM Williams and that where they go into the, the, the shirts and and the pants and that, and you feel like the only people who wear them are the the, the country folk who come down for the Easter show. You can always pick them because they're always in that sort of – but, they, yeah, they don't really translate into clothes that you'd wear in Sydney on a day-to-day basis. No, I reckon – yeah, exactly right. I reckon there's more stock break, stockbrokers, though, wearing RM Williams and Farmers these days. I mean, going at 650 bucks a pop. 
Yeah, but when you think about it, it's one of those things that, yes, it is, but it probably would last you 10 other pairs of shoes, but you have to have that 650 in the first place. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it is a big investment. Um, sure. But gosh, they do, they do hold their, you know, they look so great after so many years as well, and they're really, really comfortable. So um, I'm a big RM Williams fan, but yeah, I reckon, I reckon that you've got your blunnies and that in the country because they're more affordable. Yeah. Uh, Andy on the text, his is still going from 1982. How good's that? Uh, I thought 15 years out of mine was going pretty well. But, you know, the, the proof's in the pudding. There's longevity there, and that plays into the brand too. Look, it is. It's one of those things that, that, that really makes you think about rich versus poor is richer people can actually afford to buy things that last a lot longer than poor people who are forced to probably buy 30 or $40 boots and replace them so often that in 10 years' time, they've probably spent more than $650 because they didn't have it in the first place. Yeah. Which is a really sort of, it's a really interesting way to look at, at things. Is, is you, being rich actually helps you not spend as much money in some ways. Day, just finally, I know we've seen a few of these brands be snapped up, but is there, are there anything left? Left? Is there any other brands that you think might be uh, on the table here that we might see uh, get bought out anytime soon? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. Well, the big what ones is, are kind that? of gone, aren't they? I mean, RM has been bought, Rossi now with uh, with Gina Reinhardt, Dries a Bone, Akubra. I'm trying to think out of those those fashion brands. I don't feel like we've got many left on the table. Oh, we've got some female ones, like we've True. got Zimmerman, which is um, amazing. Um, but uh, oh, was a Quicksilver Australian as well? It might still be. I think Zimmerman definitely still is. So we've got some fashion brands and some newer fashion brands as well. One of the great things with the internet is those brands can stay alive without having to have big, uh, you know, sh- shops. And I think people are more conscious of buying Australian now as well. So I'm hoping we see a lot more smaller Australian brands start up and stay alive because yeah. of the internet. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Dee, really good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it. My pleasure.